Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boston. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friend L, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, wherever audio podcasts can be found. And of course, live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, coming up September 19th, uh, we've got our fir- very first, and after 10 years of doing this, our very first. 24 hour stream right here at the Twitch. Exciting times we're living in, Larson. I say that sarcastically because it's going to be a nightmare staying up for 24 hours or maybe just Got getting a couple right, naps man. in here and there. Anyways, that's good stuff. Uh, Raw tonight, setting up things for Clash of Champions, uh, which is coming up in about a month or so. Uh, so we got a new number one contender for the WWE title, but probably. Probably the bigger story coming out of tonight is WWE decided it might be a good idea to break up uh, one of the the best tag teams going these days, and that's the Iconics. We had heard for a little while now that Vince McMahon behind the scenes, oh, you're doing your Thunderdome impression of disapprove with your double thumbs down. (laughs) Um, We had heard for a little while now that Vince was uh, uh, impressed with uh, Peyton Royce and saw her as a singles star. I, I'll be honest with you. I know that you're down on this move. I'm I'm going to sort of wait and see what they do here. But my biggest complaint is just how they did it. Uh, there's, there's no build. Zero build. There was a card during the show. There, I'm sorry. There was a lower, a little corner lower third thing during the first hour of the show where they said in very small letters, well, the, they, no, they did. They did announce at the beginning of the show with a oh, full screen. Card. OK, 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 OK. My bad. I they did not did. see that. They did. Um, they did. That the Iconics and the Riot Squad, the newly formed Riot Squad, the just confirmed yesterday that they're going to be a thing. Riot Squad was going to have a match with the Iconics. Whoever loses gets busted up. Uh, so the writing was totally on the wall here. It was completely totally. telegraphed. Totally. Um, Where's the build? No build. Where's the build? No build. No build at all. Dude, even if. Even if, because you could consider what's been going on over the past couple months, you can consider that a build. Even if Ruby Riot or Liv Morgan comes out to challenge the Iconics and say, hey, I mean, number one, it'd be a good reason for them to have lost yesterday, uh, 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 yeah. Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. They come out and say, hey, let us get one more chance of you guys, but we'll even raise the stakes. Whoever loses splits up and never gets back together. Then you're adding some intrigue in the moment. You're adding drama exactly. in the moment. Exactly. Then exactly. I'm tuned in. I'm like, oh, no, are they going to do this? Are they going to do this? As opposed to some odd, like, a uh, 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 God figure compiling graphics in Photoshop just decides to do this. 
There was no, there was no build, not even a promo to, to, to justify this. It didn't make it feel important or meaningful in any way when you have a card at the beginning of the show that says, oh, by the way, losing team has to break up. But why? There's no motivation for it. As you said, if, if one of the teams had come to the ring before the match said, all right, we, like say, for example, the Iconics said, uh, yeah, we lost at payback uh, pre-show. But here's the thing. We, we are best of friends. We've known each other forever. We've been a team for 10 years, so on and so forth. You guys barely get along, Liv and Ruby Riot, the two of you. Uh, we're not even sure if you're, if you're friendly yet. We're going to prove that we are the better team, the better friends by beating you. And if we can't do that, then we shouldn't be a tag team anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according that, to uh, Doc Lindermans here in chat, Apparently, uh, maybe happening right now, Wrestling Observer Radio, according to Brian Alvarez. Maybe this is on Twitter. I don't know. I'm just getting this from Doc Lindermans here in chat. Says Alvarez, Brian Alvarez said, there's a reason this is being rushed and coming out of nowhere. Even if the goal was to get it done in this episode of Raw, you still could have gone about it in a more dramatic, shocking fashion, One which one of us have just illustrated. Um so, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, man. Maybe that means they're going to fast track. They're going to get Mickey James out of the equation for Oscar. They're going to put Peyton Royce in that spot. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. But, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, look, I, like I said, in terms of whatever story they're, they're trying to tell, uh, I'm totally willing to give it a shot because it means that they have something planned for at least one of the Iconics. You can just hope that Billy Kay isn't the one or isn't, uh, uh, going to fall to the side and end up on countless episodes of main event. Um, I thought that her initial run, her pre-comedy run, her pre-best friends with Peyton Royce yeah. in kayfabe yeah. run in NXT, I thought if you blend something like that, um, what did what did uh, Nigel used to say? He used to compare her to two old-school Hollywood stars, um, and I forget who it was. I it's don't like remember. The grace of this person and the athleticism yeah. of this person. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't really that. know my Hollywood stars. Uh, Peter Crawford, Peter Lawford. I don't know which one is which, Larson. Uh, but I think if they melded that with her amazing comedic talents, yes. uh, Billy Kay could do a lot of damage in the women's division as well. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, we saw more of Keith Lee's push. Now he didn't win this in the main event tonight, um, but it was it was a very protected loss. He didn't eat the pin. Uh, he ate an RKO, and Orton, after hitting an RKO on him, didn't even bother trying to pin him. Mm-hmm. Thinking maybe, well, he's going to kick out. I'm going to go to Seth, who just got spirit bombed, uh, and he got the win that way. Um, I was kind of expecting or hoping they would do something along the lines of. They'd set up the main event, the triple threat match, and then uh, Retribution would interfere in that. Mm-hmm. And so at Clash of Champions, what we got was was rather than just Orton versus Drew again, yeah. we got like a fa- – they, they would just say, all right, all three of you, you're going to Clash of Champions, fatal four-way for the WB title. They so could get yeah. Keith Lee and Drew, who are friends, and then uh, Seth versus Orton. They have to make a decision. Are they going to try to you know band together for the sake of that match? To give themselves an advantage, so I don't know. They didn't do that, obviously. Yeah, uh, your point about the uh, about Orton covering on the spirit bomb was, is a good one because there is a good five seconds or so. I mean, yeah, he hit that RKO, 
But uh, Seth was just laying there, and he still got that pin. They're booking that spirit bomb pretty damn strong. They did. Uh, There's a lot of great. Orton had me cracking up tonight during that match. Like when they were trying to get Keith Lee in the ring, mm -hmm. and Orton was helping Seth pick him up. And this is such little small things. So he helps Seth pick him up, and he does this, uh, (laughs) like his back hurts. Yeah. And he does it for half a second. Yeah, it's good. It's good. No, you're right. Such a a great level right now. It, he's he's doing really really great work, and there's a lot of those little details. To if his if dude if his director from Vince's make this guy a star, Randy Orton is selling everything Keith Lee has from his size to his power to his speed to his strength, all that stuff. He's selling the crap out of it, and it's it's a, it's a lot of fun to to, to see. Um, Raw in general tonight, thought it was a solid episode. I thought it was a a, a pretty meaty episode. If nothing overly dramatic happened necessarily they had the uh, the matches leading to the triple threat at the end which is pretty cool uh i don't think i was really bored by anything i again i really liked the hurt business stuff yeah it's one of those episodes of raw that i was start i started it and i'm like all right this is all right and i look at the clock and it's only quarter six <laughs> like six fifteen. yeah i'm like oh my gosh yeah. there's so much left there's yeah. so much left so it's not bad mm-hmm. just the pace of raw and the length of it yeah like they try to, to to increase the pace. Like some of the matches were not that long. Yeah, but then they just jam it so full of other stuff that mm-hmm. it just feels like it. It just kind of slogs along, and then it, there's never a good pace to it. Especially when you know there's that whole extra hour you have to sit through it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? no, at the seven o'clock hour, it turns into like, okay, let's and let's, like we're uh, on the ground. They don't know what they're doing with that yet. That's still. It's a decent idea, but it's kind of lacking focus. I mean, I appreciate they at least were building a match mm-hmm. um, that was going to happen in Raw Underground with Apollo Crews and Shelton. Um, granted, that fell apart really quickly. Boy, they made, they made I don't know, the three amigos, whatever you want to call them. They oh, made man, them they look are. like Chump City. Uh, some of the, dude, some of the jobbers in Raw Underground put up bigger fights than these guys did against the Hurt Business. Yeah, her business wrecked them all throughout the shows. Three hours of her business wrecking them, dude. I can, it's so funny because I, I referenced during a, a news brief, the mailbag on news brief today, <clears throat> in the audio version, I referenced uh, the interview that MVP gave, and I'll be honest, I forget who he gave it to, but uh, he talked about wanting to work with Apollo and Cedric and Ricochet. These guys better like start getting like some sort of a uh, uh, measure of uh, revenge. Because got they got chumped, worked, 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 worked. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's just hop right into this because yeah, there's there's a lot to get through. They do pack a lot into this, and sometimes it could be a bit exhausting. Well, here's the thing: sometimes it could be good if the stories are decent, and then as you mentioned, sometimes if it's too much, there's just so much coming at you. So like, I don't know how long the Seth versus. Dominic match was, but I felt like that was supposed to be the one big meaty chunky match uh, of the night. So it was the main event. They gave that twelve minutes. Yeah, usually Raw. I mean, there was that period of time, anyways, that Raw would always have like a big thirty-minute chunk of match, and they kind of don't do that anymore. No, I think they feel like instead they get like a twenty-minute Randy Orton promo to kick off the show. Um, so uh, show kicks off. Uh, update on Drew McIntyre. He has a hairline fracture of the jaw. So uh, whether he's cleared or not, WWE Championship will be defended at Clash of Champions because every title has to be defended at Clash of Champions. Oh, yeah. 
And so tonight there would be three singles matches. Winner of those matches would earn a spot at triple threat match. Winner of that match uh, would get a match against Drew at Clash Champions, or I guess if he was not cleared. They didn't explain how they may handle that anyways. Randy Orton comes out for a promo. He talks about Drew offering him a rematch last week, but did a pity. So for Drew's trouble, he kicked him in the head three times. Um, he says Drew thinks uh, he deserves a WWE title, but as far as Randy is concerned, the only thing Drew deserves is a fractured jaw and to be in pain each and every single day and sip his meals through a straw. That mm. rhymed. Yeah. Uh, Randy says he's the only person dishing out kicks in WWE um, rather than Drew Claymoring him. says you can ask everybody else he's punted. Drew says Orton is entitled. He says, damn right, I'm entitled. I shouldn't have to face Owens tonight to earn a rematch at Clash, but I will jump through the hoops and beat Drew at, Cha- at Clash of Champions. That is if Drew can even make it to Clash. He's not there tonight, but he heard that Drew got together with some buddies to have a bonding experience of sh- uh, something they've all shared. You throw us to a Photoshop of Drew and all his other punt victims in, uh, in like the emergency room in the hospital. Yeah. And he was... kind of has like a laugh, like he's trying to sell himself. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Like he's not convinced himself. It was great. You don't want to, it wasn't, you don't want to lower Randy or that's like something you do with like, I don't know, the Viking Raiders and the street prophets. That's mid card stuff. You don't, you don't do that with Randy Orton. That's mid card stuff. Yeah. It was so, although I did appreciate that Shawn Michaels, like, I don't, I think he probably posed for the picture because like his wonk eye was extra wonky. Like he probably did like a, I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny, but yeah, it was, it was stupid. It was pretty silly. Um, yeah. But then Keith Lee interrupts him. Yeah, Keith Lee interrupts him, and he basically says, uh, hey, I mean, he actually, both these guys talk too much tonight. Keith Lee basically says, maybe a victory like mine over you grants me an opportunity at the title. Uh, and he says, but he says, I have no doubt that Drew, he's a close friend of mine. He's going to make good on his. And then Dolph attacks him. That leads into the match, Dolph Ziggler versus Keith Only Lee. Only a matter of time before Keith Lee had a match against Dolph Ziggler. I laughed so hard when I saw that card, dude. Same. I laughed Same. so hard. Uh, anyways, uh, oddly enough, though, Dolph Ziggler, I know he got the jump on Keith Lee, but why did he give more fits to Keith Lee than Randy Orton did uh, yesterday? I know. I had the same question watching this match. It went maybe, I don't know if it's twice as long, but it went longer than the Orton I match. would think that it went 12 minutes. It seemed like it went 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah but commentary was saying something along the lines of essentially that Keith Lee kind of won the match against Randy out of nowhere with the spirit bomb, sort of like Orton does or can do with the RKO. American commentary mentioned that during this particular bout. This was a fun bout. It was Dolph throwing his body around all over the place, selling for Keith Lee, which is always good. Make him a uh, star. It, yeah, in the end, he's setting up for a super kick, goes for it. Lee catches him, hits him with a spirit bomb Boom. to get the win. After that, we had uh, Shayna and Nia Jax backstage for an interview. Uh, they're asked, you know, given that you guys don't get along, the two of you don't get along, how did you get a win? Payback and Nia says, Well, I just told Shayna to follow my lead. And Shayna goes, No, I told Nia to stay out of my way. And look what happens. I essentially made both Sasha and Bailey tap out. Mm-hmm. And Nia says, Well, the way I look at it, I'm the tag champ. Shayna just holds the other belt for me. Ooh. And then Asuka steps in. Uh, and then she's asked, Hey, have you found out who your next challenger is? And then Shayna and Nia are just upset that Asuka interrupted their interview. And there's a little bit of back and forth between them. And that was it. Yeah. Uh, after that, Oscar's uh, in the ring. She gets an interview. Oh, you're going to skip over her scrap iron. Oh, so I noticed that. But like something happened. I wa- I saw the later scrap iron one. What happened with scrap iron here? I know there's so, a scrap iron. So set. he's addressing security. He says last week, retribution ruined the main event. That won't happen tonight. 
And hey, security, if you can't deliver, WWE will hire someone who can. <laughs> jobs yeah. on the line to scrap iron. Man, I like I I almost had cry face in the later segment after retribution. He was yelling. Get at to security. your post. Do your job. Man, he's so good. Anyways, uh, I'm assuming after that was the Oscar interview in the ring. Yes. Okay. Yes, so yes, she's yes. asked, "Who do you think is most deserving?" She said, "Whatever. All sorts of people have already tried and they failed. I'm ready for and Oscar is ready for anything." Out comes Mickey James, uh, and then out come she. You know, puts over Oscar, so, and they reference their time in NXT, their match in NXT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She Which says, "Hey, no, it was awesome. Yeah, hey, you're a great champion, et cetera, et cetera." Uh, Lana and Nat Natalia, of course, are not Ugh. far behind Larson. Uh, they all want a piece. Oscar says, "I'm ready for all of you." Uh, there's a big scrum in the ring uh, that leads to a match a little bit later on, but before that. We mm-hmm. get uh, Cedric and Viking Raiders backstage with the ever-present Demi Burnett. Yeah. Um, so the War Raiders, the Viking Raiders, are teaching Cedric how to bash forearms. But Cedric's like, ow, that hurts. Demi walks in. She wishes the War Raiders good luck. Uh, she said, Cedric, I'm impressed. You didn't join Hurt Business. And then she kisses Hanson on the cheek. They all leave. Camera pans over, and there's Angel Garza holding a rose. You know what's ironic about that, though? About Well, I mean, I could talk about this later, but I'd rather talk about it now. Angel Garza shows up, right? Later on the yeah. Street Profits, they do the, the Dawkins coaching scouting report thing, right? The coach Dawkins scouting report. Uh-huh, he makes uh-huh. the assumption that Angel Garza is wealthy. Why? Yeah. Because he's always got Rose's hand out, and he's got that fancy suit. But he wears that suit every single it's week. the only thing he wears. It's the only thing he wears. If he's, like, really Lothario, shouldn't he, like, mix it up a little bit? That's one yes. thing that I can't stand about sometimes when WWE does that, when they like they have the superstars wear the exact same damn thing, even I in know. their like civilian attire. I know. Well, I mean, when Dawkins had the thing up, it was wealthy. Did, there was a question mark there. There was a question mark there. Yeah. Um, so uh, Mickey James versus Lana, that was motivated from the segment with uh, with uh, Natalia and Oscar mm-hmm. uh, because Lana said, if you want a piece of Natalia, you have to get through me. Oscar joins for commentary as you expect. This wasn't much of a match. Uh, Mickey James wins with Kicky James. Mm-hmm. This is a great move, and we have it is a great move. It. We have renamed. We have it renamed it to a better, better name. It's a better name. Uh, it's a much better name. <laughs> Lana is still not a terribly good wrestler. Uh, Mickey is a fantastic wrestler. Uh, happy this was kind of on the short side. I, I I'd really love to see if it, if this is going to be Mickey James versus uh, Oscar. I'd love to see that again. Mm-hmm. Um, even Natalia versus Oscar because Natalia is a really good wrestler. Have we seen Natalia versus Oscar? Probably, I would imagine so. I don't know if we've seen that. We have definitely. It's not been a feud. I don't think uh, Oscar versus Nat- I mean, Natalia like fought like everybody. Yeah, you I don't think, think there's so? been like okay. So they fought uh, less than a year ago on Raw. All right, and this past February as well. Um. On on Raw as well. All right, so, not a prolonged feud. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, so afterwards, uh, we get a bit of a Owens Alistair recap from last week, and then Charlie's waiting outside Alistair's room, waiting to talk to him. Orton exits and then walks away. That was actually pretty good because he, he he leaves the room, and Charlie has her back to him, mm-hmm. and so she doesn't know that he's coming out of there until the door closes all the way. He just kind of does this and then walks off. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Uh, uh, after that, uh, it was uh, they sort of talked up a little bit uh, the Iconics versus the Riot Squad, and then they had an Iconics 
uh, interview. Um, it, they, I know they've they've been in this little fake ring before, but they don't yeah. show it that often. Like I feel like it's it's like I feel like maybe it's, once it's every more couple involved on pay per views. Oh, okay, okay, all right. It looks like a kickoff set, like a kickoff show. It set. does, it does. They might use that for the kickoff set, and they have the the ring off to the side, you know. So this is this is like if if you didn't know going into this that they were going to totally break up, if you didn't this realize telegraphing, as telegraphing. soon as they mentioned it. This was such a telegraph because they have pictures from high school loaded up. They have pictures from their time in the independent circuit loaded up. They are like basically shooting on each other about how much they love each other. There is no hint. There is barely a hint that they are in character until the very end when they say this is going to be iconic. Um, it, it, it was man. I, I think I honestly think going back, this is a point that I was going to make. I don't think Vince and the WWE, they don't realize how much of a deal this is to a lot of fans. You know what I mean? I think they kind of underestimate how popular the Iconics are. Maybe I'm completely wrong about that. Maybe I'm projecting because I really like them. Well, I wonder if it's a situation where in terms of sheer numbers, it might not seem a lot like a lot, but people who appreciate their work, the Iconics work, appreciate it a lot yeah. yeah and i think the thing is that it feels like there's so much untapped potential with them as a tag team especially when the women's tag division is pretty short on teams mm-hmm. yeah like yeah, they that's, ha- yeah. it seems like half the time they have to they are the tag champions right now are the very definition of a team that's put together mm-hmm. they have to put together teams to keep their women's tag division up and running on a regular basis mm-hmm. here you have the iconics a team they've been a team for years yeah and, you know, granted, there might be some circumstances which dictate one of them has to step away from TV for a while. I don't know if that's the case, um, that they felt like, all right, well, here's an opportunity to do something storyline with uh, story wise with them. Mm-hmm. But if that's not the case, then, yeah, they might catch some some pushback from it because people who like the Iconics, I think, really like the Iconics. I remember this part. I think I think everything you said is right. Uh, White Brownie here said in one of the matches between. I remember this. Natalia yelled at Oscar, "You want to shoot on me?" You remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that. when Oscar yeah. kicked her in the head. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I remember that. So, uh, so moving on here, they had their little thing, and then uh, so of course, then we had Kevin Owens. Uh, what was supposed to be Kevin Owens versus Randy Orton. Uh, Alistair Black, prior to the match, attacks <sighs> Kevin Owens during they his. They just can't entrance. get Alistair Black right, can they? <laughs> Now he's getting suckered by Randy Orton to do his bidding for him. Well, I'm sure there's some quid pro quo. I'm sure you that hope so. there'll be something in interest. Maybe he just gave him a wad of cash. He was like, hey, can I buy like an IRL cameo from you for like hey, I know you Twitch and Zelina, subs? I know you and Zelina are on Twitch. <laughs> yeah. You want a camera upgrade? <laughs> do you want a cameo? Shoot any bit rate you want. Do you want a cameo from the Viper? Uh, just go kick Kevin Owens in the head for me, huh? And then Mr. No Depth Perception stumbles out of his room. He gives I, Kevin Owens. I did like so he's beating him up a little bit. And then he does stumble like he, he's dizzy or lost his balance or something. 
<laughs> and then he he kicks Owens in the head with a black He's man. Mr. No Death Perception. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, he rolls uh, Kevin Owens into the ring. And the ref is begging Kevin Owens. He's like, oh, I can't let you do this, Kevin. He's like, Mickey, I can't let you do it, kid. Yeah, I can't let like you Mickey. do it. And Kevin Owens is like, ring the bell. Ring the bell. And he's like, I can't let you do it. Ring the bell, Mick. And then uh, so the guy's like, okay. He stands him up. He rings the bell. Uh, Kevin Owens manages to get like one good chop on Randy Orton. And yeah. then Randy Orton just drops him with an RKO. One, two, three. And that's done. Uh, Didn't even give this one any star ratings, man. No, it doesn't deserve any. What the hell they do with Kevin Owens? I understand this serves storyline purposes for Aleister Black, but there's better ways around this. Just don't put Kevin Owens in this match. Hey, this is good. Listen to this. So Nats here in chat says, I'm hoping this leads to Zelina with Aleister. How great would that be if like his character just breaks kayfabe and is like, honey? Like there's this weird, he's breaking kayfabe, but he's still in kayfabe as the blind, as like half blind guy. No depth perception. Yeah. It's like, yeah. honey, I'm a mess. Manage me. Yes. <laughs> nurse me back to health. Man, nurse my career. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, after that, La Familia de Misterio is on the camera or is on the TV. And uh, yeah. they're all talking now. There's a daughter there, too. Uh, and uh, Ray says, you know what? Uh, I'm too injured. He apparently is too injured to to fight tonight. So Dom is taking. When they his find place. that out, because they announced this in advance that we were getting Ray versus Seth tonight. Maybe it was they literally decided, the only preview they had tonight. I know. I know. Maybe they decided. Uh, maybe we want Seth in the main event instead of Ray. So, sorry, Ray, you're injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. They need to get a new render of Dom. His little like WWE.com render that they use for the promo stuff is so bad. Like yeah. his head looks huge in it, and he's got the goofiest like grin. He looks like a giant ten year old. Um, yeah. What's first on the on the priority list though? That or getting the the new U.S. title in the graphic for a U.S. title match? <laughs> oh you, yeah. You would hope the U.S. title situation because that's two pay per views now where they had the old U.S. title in the graphic. Yeah, they got slap that belt in After Effects. Have some shit radiating off it. Bang, you're done. I would you know, think, dude, could, that's got to be a template they have. They have like 18 different titles that all do the same thing. Can't they just take a picture of the damn thing, crop it out, make it a P- There are PNGs available already on the internet. Just well, swap the out the file. I wonder if this is the deal because I think all the belts that are in those graphics aren't photos. Oh, they're digital, huh? They're digital renders of them. So maybe... Which you think, I don't know the design process. I don't know the deal. I don't know if somebody in, 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 in R&D or whatever, WB in their art department, does a digital render of these titles before sending off to the belt maker. Don't know. But uh, at some point in the process, there might be one on hand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before the belt is actually made. Maybe. I don't know again. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's just interesting to see. You know, We're, what, two months on with this new uh, U.S. title. Haven't seen it in the in the in the pre match type deal. So everybody in chat saying that Ray has a legit torn triceps. Oh really? Jesus, where'd that come from? Well, I, I haven't heard that ma- all today. Apparently the, the match last night. Yeah, I didn't hear that either. But everybody everybody's saying it. Wow. Yeesh. that's that's a while. That's like edge status right there. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, Dom's taking his place. Uh, and yeah, he said, if anybody can take my place, I want it to be my son. Of course he wants to do that. Oh yeah. Two hours ago, cage side seat says Ray out with torn triceps per oh, WB. Okay. Wow. But that's per WB. 
WWE announced it. Yeah, so yeah, it could be, yeah. Huh, interesting. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Anyways, uh, so after that, we had, I believe, the VIP lounge with MVP and Sean. Yes. I'm always nervous yes. now about Steve Notes, man. I don't know what's going on. Um, anyways, uh, why does it say here that Apollo is the guest? No, Lashley's the guest. Idiot. <laughs> I don't so know MVP, MVP drops a bunch of Mad Max references to introduce Bob Lashley. That was cool. Reference Tita Turner, Master Blaster. That was all neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, Bob Lashley comes down to the ring. MVP says, I'm going to get down to business. Uh, he says he knows a lot of men who made a lot of mistakes. Uh, Apollo Crews is no different. He just disrespected MVP, MVP because he got a taste of success. But there are three definites in life. Death. Taxes. And Bob, Bob Lashley. Lashley. Yeah. Bob Lashley. Lashley uh, said, I did what I was going to do at Payback, win the U.S. title. Um, and then afterwards, when he was celebrating with Hurt Business, Cruz came in the ring. To, I like this bit. I don't know if this, if this is intentional or not. He says, Cruz came in the ring to get a little bit of payback at Payback. At payback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Bob <laughs> promises that he'll get him back. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was pretty funny because it, it seemed, it seemed uh, in the moment. Um, yeah, he said, I'm going to get you back. Then Shelton got on the mic and said, and since Apollo wants to act like a little punk, I'm going to beat him up like a little punk tonight in Raw Underground. Uh, yeah, MVP. Then, Sorry, go ahead. No, MVP's just like, we got to focus on the six-man tonight versus Viking Raiders and Cedric. Uh, MVP says, now said, I've been, and then Cedric Alexander interrupts, and uh, he's like, uh, MVP's like, hey, have you had a change of heart? And he's like, hell no, I have, have not had a change of heart. And then, but he said, but I, he's totally stumbled there. I he hope, did. I hope Ricochet joins the hurt business and just leaves said laying there. Um, anyways, Viking Raiders attack from behind. Exactly why it wasn't. Well, I know. Wait a second. Yeah, why wasn't it Apollo and Cedric in this match for the six man? Well, Apollo, Apollo has the Raw Underground match so later on. So did Shelton. For that. So did Shelton. I'm gonna answer for you, then, man. <laughs> <laughs> because last week they did a thing with uh, the Viking Raiders and Cedric. That was established last week. Yeah, I know. Anyways. I see your point. I mean, it's Anyway, good Cedric get, picked up the yeah. win. This was great. He rolled up uh, This uh, is a good sequence, MVP. too. I like this whole sequence, sequence here. It was yeah. good. So Cedric, he's getting, he was isolated. He was getting beat up a good chunk of the match. Uh, and then so he's going for a hot tag. And then Lashley and Shelton Benjamin pull Roe and Hanson off the apron. And Cedric then rolls up MVP for the win. And so, uh, hurt business. Lashley and Shelton are rated to to, well, to pounce. MVP's on reaction was, was great. so great to being rolled up because he just looked and it was like the biggest smile on his face because he was and like he laughed. He's like, oh yeah, he got me here. He got me. That's good on him. He's view- this is his recruitment process. Him mm-hmm. getting beat is simply man. I want this guy more now in my. He's not hurt by it. And so when Lashley he's by it, yeah, and Lashley and Shelton they're ready to pounce and. Cedric looks terrified and 
he holds them back. MVP holds them back. Of course, after that, we're backstage and uh, 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 they're all beating the crap out of him. They're all beating the crap out of him. You can assume maybe during the uh, during the commercial break, he asked him once again, hey, do you want to join the Herb business? No. Okay, fine. Just let's kick the shit out of him. Yeah, they beat the hell out of him. Uh, Apollo and Ricochet run in to make the save. Cedric took a beating tonight. Uh, uh, after that, we had Iconics versus... And it, the night wasn't over for Cedric either. Because he was Mm-mm. isolating that tag match forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Uh, next, Iconics versus Riot Squad. Of course, as you mentioned at the head of the show, uh, winner gets title shot against Naya and Shayna. Losers are forced to break up. Again, no build. And it had to happen in like a three-minute match via a roll-up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Like, there's not. it's not even like a huge moment for, for Liv and Ruby. You know, you, there's you know, no you, there's you, no story beat where like okay, even at payback when they lo- when they won yesterday, it seemed to be despite some friction between the two of them. Yeah. You know, you do this like, one of two ways: either it's a protracted match that's high on drama, or, and this probably would have worked better had the challenge be issued at the start of the match. But it's like a three second roll up, like immediately, and it's like within the span of two minutes. You had a team, and now you don't. You lost everything off of a ro- off of a fluke roll up. You do it. You 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 either go to the extreme one way or the other. But yeah, just have like a lukewarm match, and then yeah, and then a, a roll up happens, and the iconics are done. Uh, the extreme. It's funny because there was like some really goofy theatrics when they lost, but then Peyton Royce just sort of collapsed and started crying, and Billy, and that seemed like the bigger actual emotional moment between the two of them but it was it was all over their faces when they came out as well like this is a big moment for them they they, they needed this on a bigger stage dude they did and they need to give it a larger spotlight rather mm-hmm. than just three minutes and then end it the way they did but i mean even this win doesn't do a whole lot for the riot squad either mm-hmm. you know if this if they tell the story of well the iconics well both teams have their futures on the line and the Iconics take it for granted that their teamwork will win the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Riot Squad, during the course of this match, have to learn how to, how to, how to act as a cohesive unit because that definitely wasn't the case throughout their match of payback. That's a good story to be told in the ring. Mm, that yeah. didn't happen, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyways, next we see Shane. He's walking up to the, the, the door at Raw Underground. Hypes on the matches coming up. Uh, Titus was going to have a bout. Yeah. He chokeslammed the hell out of some dude during his, when his uh, first match. Dude, Gosh. Was I, was I, am I wrong? But did he have like a mandible claw on while he was like holding a choke up? Slam. It, it looked, looked like, something like that, man. It looked like a chokeslam, but I swear his fingers were in the dude's mouth like it was a mandible claw slash chokeslam. It was crazy. I, I was like, Titus that's crazy good. Raw, uh, uh, Titus was great in Raw Underground tonight. Um, then we get a, a Dom Ray Seth recap. We've seen some permutation of this like countless times, so no point to go over this. Uh, Seth versus Dominic Mysterio again um, before the match. Uh, of course, Seth walks the ring with Buddy. Buddy is trying to present the microphone like the Burger King to Seth, um, and Seth basically shoots eye lasers at him, mm-hmm. takes the mic, blames Buddy for their loss at payback, and he says, with the WWE title, in, uh, uh, WWE title shot on the line tonight, I can't have any mistakes. Have but you, Murphy, screw this up for me. So get the hell out of my ring. Get the hell out of my sight. Mm. He says, I don't want to hear or see you 
until you figure out what you stand for, what side of history you're on. Buddy's trying to defend himself, and Seth goes, shut it. Shut your mouth. Shut it. Shut, shut, shut your shut mouth. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And says, I'll defeat Dominic on my own. And Buddy starts walking up the ramp, turns, looking real forlorn towards Seth. And then Dominic just lays him out from behind with the leg. Yeah, Seth even gave him a slap on the back of the head, which is like probably the more humiliating thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty much expecting Buddy to come out in the main event and cost Seth that match. Oh, that'd have been so satisfying, dude. I really hope they do something like that with Murphy. I really, because otherwise you're just perpetual sidekick, dude. And then when you go to AEW, you were just a nobody. Yeah, dude, he's such a good wrestler. Or hopefully, New Japan. I want to see him in the G1. Oh man, it'd be great. Put that uh, junior heavyweight title on. Apparently, that on New Murphy. Japan show this weekend was like off the hook. Did you That's see that one give of that dude? I don't know if it was in the New Japan show, but that dude coming off the top. Like and he does like a missile, like a, a like a like he's coming down to the bottom, like on top of some guys. They're supposed to catch him, but they just sort of drop him and he just like clunks. Ugh. I'll send you the gift real quick. Oh my goodness! All right, do that. I'll go through this match. So uh, a lot of another uh, another really strong effort from Dom, man. It's good back and forth. That guy's a solid wrestler, man. He is. You know, For he's going to be main event WrestleMania. Give it like ten years or so. Like I'm, I'm actually, that long. I'm actually really looking forward. To assuming he stays with WWE and assuming they keep him on TV, his development over, and it's gonna it's gonna be a while in terms of him adding layers and layers and layers to his character. You know, that's, that's the only gonna thing that's gonna be holding fun. back. That's if gonna he be can fun. if he can work out character and get stronger on the mic. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're gonna push the heck out of this guy. Well, yeah, that just—I mean—that just takes time. That just takes time and development. Totally, it takes reps. Yeah, definitely, for sure. But that's that's potentially the only thing holding him back from being a main eventer. It feels like. Uh, anyways, though, Seth won this. Um, so uh, Dom hits a six-one-nine, goes up top, misses a frog splash. Seth follows the stomp to get the win, and then he hits another one after the match. And Ray and family are walk- watching backstage. And they are, are like in horror over the fact that uh, Dom got two curb stomps. But again, another really fun match, Dom. I mean, yeah, he, I, I assume he's going to add to his repertoire, his arsenal of moves. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, it just takes reps on the mic, reps in the ring to work on the character stuff. I think once he gets that, he's going to be fine. After that, Shane introduces Raw Underground as Titus is beating the heck out of somebody. He does the choke slam thing. Uh, he wins that. And then NWO Jay White hits the ring. Um, Titus beats the hell out of him <laughs> uh, headbutts him a bunch and then Riddick Moss steps in this is actually a competitive contest in the end though Riddick Moss uh, KOs Titus with the right hand yeah didn't he give him a, he gave him a low blow right yeah yeah and the uh, clocks him with the right hand yeah yeah that mandible claw slam was great though <laughs> That was that was crazy because he held him up there for a long time for days. After that, we had uh, the Street Profits with Coach Dawkins' scouting report. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, his scouting report on Andrade was uh, he's tranquilo and a former NXT champion, but he was like, but if he says that he's always cool, tranquilo, why is he always like pointing his fingers at people and being grumpy? They go yeah. over to uh, to Garza, wealthy question mark. And what was the other thing? Lothario? Was it? Uh, what was the other one? I just remember them making fun of him, uh, always wearing the same thing. But it was okay. nice. It was expensive. But yeah, it's a velvet. And but he always wears it. Anyways, and after that, they just made fun of Zelina uh, being short. My wife is very short. 
saying that she couldn't get on rides at the amusement park because right. she doesn't meet the height height minimum. Height. Uh, so the next we see Akira Tozawa showing up at Thunderdome and the parking dude's like, hey, you're not on the list. And he's like, I'm 24-7 champion. He says, no, you're not on the list. So he gets out of the car, uh, gives the parking attendant some crap, checks the list. The whole list is blank. In the background, you see our truth kind of creeping. And then uh, Akira opens up the, the parking attendant's jacket underneath is a ref's jersey. Truth rolls up to Zawa. The ref counts the pin. Our truth wins back the 24-7 title. And then Tozawa gets back in the car with the ref and drives off. Nothing really came of that, though. Yeah, not really. Uh, after that, we had the Street Profits versus Andrade and Garza in a tornado match. Joe was putting over how uh, the tornado aspect of things in multi-man matches are big in Mexico in the lucha culture, and therefore Andrade and Garza should have the advantage here. They, they did, did for have, a long time. Yeah. For a long time. And then as soon as the Profits looked like they were close to closing the deal on this match. There was a Dawkins. Uh, Dawkins is such a great seller. Um, he sold that back elbow like it, mm-hmm. like it shot him in the head. Um, and then, uh, of course, the lights start flickering out. Garza immediately, when the lights flicker, gets out of the ring, or I don't. He might not have been in the ring. He grabs Demi and runs off with her. Yeah. Um, and then Retribution circles the ring. They attack. There's a great bit with Zelina where she's uh, circled by three members of Retribution. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks at him, thinks for a second, I, maybe I'll try to reason with them. And she does the nah, starts fighting. Uh, Retribution beats up everybody mm-hmm. and then leaves uh, cheering. Uh, we see Adam Pierce next, chewing out security backstage, tells him, Get at your post and do your job. Get to your post and do your job. Boy. Get to your post and do your job. He was yelling at everybody, man. He was. And then Shane. Back and around the ground, the Iconics walk in. They're still upset. He's like, hey, relax. Have a good time. Look, Jessamine Duke's in the ring, and she beats the heck out of somebody. Someone else steps up to Jessamine. Uh, Marina Shafir gets in the ring and then beats the heck out of her and makes her tap to that great arm-leg triangle thing she does. That thing's awesome. That looks like that legit hurts. Why does she look like she was dressed for a nice summer day at the park? I know. <laughs> She was like the furthest thing from fight gear. Like Jasmine Duke looked like a badass. Everybody else looks like a badass. Um, but she yeah, she made Marina Shafir had like a long plaid skirt on. You know who it was that Marina Shafir uh, tapped out, right? Uh, uh. Uh, one of Damien Priest's hot tub ladies. Oh, is that the, who that was? The other hot tub lady was uh, is Joey Janela's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. Who apparently has also just been signed by WWE. Just been signed, yeah. She was an Evolve wrestler, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So then Peyton... Uh, pushes Billy Kay into the ring and then Jessamine Duke kicks her head off basically. Yeah. So like they were, they were going to like the iconics were like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Let's both get in. And then Peyton leaves Billy high and dry metaphor for perhaps what's about to happen. Billy gets in, eats a nasty head kick and uh, Peyton's just like, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next uh, we have outside the door of raw underground ricochet Cedric are trying to hype up Apollo. Mm, Charlie matter. steps in for an interview, asks Apollo if it's wise to face Shelton. Um, and he says, you know, the old Apollo would have felt sorry for himself, just been content to have been U.S. champion. And Ricochet's the background is like, yeah, that Apollo's gone. That Apollo's gone. Mm-hmm. And Apollo says, yeah, that's right. That Apollo is gone. The new Apollo is focused on getting that U.S. title back. 
And then Ricochet pipes in and says, hurt business, doesn't know what friendship is really about. Uh, they're just about the business. And then they all enter. They're going to show them, you know, what real friendship is all about. They all enter Raw Underground. Next, we get Apollo Crews versus Shelton Benjamin. Uh, it's a little bit of back and forth. Cruz locks onto Kimura. Shelton pushes up into the crowd and then Hurt Business in the Ricochet, Cedric, Apollo Crews all brawl. They get back in the ring and Hurt Business beats the heck out of them all. It's yeah, all up. just and there's not it's beat not even up. it's not even like it's not even close, man. It's just not even beat close. them all up. And her backstage, Angel Garza and Demi are walking to the exit. And did she call re- retribution restoration? I think I heard that from somewhere. I didn't notice it, but I think somebody. somebody I thought else I heard her say restoration. Like, which oh, I hope that we, was intentional because that's funny. We got it all wrong. We thought it was retribution. It's really restoration. Restoration. They're looking for old cars. There you go. To fix They're up. Looking to, to fix up old cabinets and dressers. <laughs> exactly. And armoires. So she gives Garza crap for abandoning, every, abandoning everybody. He's like, no, they're all trained fighters. They'll be fine. <laughs> I'm just worried about your safety because I wouldn't leave you behind. They start heading towards the exit and Retribution busts in. Yeah. Like toss the security guard aside and the cars, the camera pans over and Garza runs off. (laughs) Oh man, what a creep. And then Demi's like, oh, I better get going. She follows suit. Yeah, that was rad. Uh, So yeah, Um, I mean, dude, I don't know when they're going to do anything with Retribution. It's just it's it's more of they don't know bidding their wheels. Well, here's the thing, though, man, is that there were a larger variety of restoration members tonight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the five that we think it was going to or that, well, that the were five, under Mia there was there. There's a shot of this segment with uh, some post on Twitter as a close up and Mia is one of them. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. You could hear Dijak's voice. That voice is unmistakable. <laughs> right. Whenever he's yelling, he's yeah. he's the one yelling orders to people is Dijak. When they attacked the people in the ring though, yeah. it was there's, it was like a mass amount of people who yeah, were there's not more people. Yeah. I think Santana Garrett in that same still, I think it was it was a uh, uh, Kristen Ashley that posted the the still um with some potential people it could be and I think Santana Garrett was one of them. Mhm. Um, yeah, that's not surprising. She's been, she's been restoration before as has, uh, Chelsea green. She was probably one of them. Um, yeah. gee, it was, do you follow Lucha blog? Yeah. Good Lord. There's a still from some match yesterday. This guy's back is all jacked up. Oh my God. What is this? I got to watch that at some point, whatever that is. Anyways, after that, we had, uh, the main event, Randall, Keith Orton, versus uh, uh, Keith Lee versus Seth Rollins. And uh, this is basically uh, started off with Orton and Rollins, basically just trying to take Keith Lee out of the match, put him through a table. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, let me interrupt. Orton, again, was great. So he's at first working out something with Seth. Hey, let's work together and take Keith Lee out. And as soon as Seth's like, yeah, Orton rolls out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And then Seth's getting him crap, and Orton goes, you got this. I already worked tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good stuff man that's yeah the shortest match of any of the three competitors in the ring uh-huh. so yeah Seth rolls out gets to Randy's face Randy's like hey I just changed my mind anyways Orton's been great uh, for months now 
we got to see one of the 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 meme shots with Keith Lee, but it wasn't framed as well as it was in NXT, where he he was taken out of the match. He gets like rammed into the ring steps, put through the announce table, and he merges on the apron. But they did the shot too wide, so it wasn't as dramatic as it should have been. They're trying. There, Kevin Dunn is trying. He's like, hey, this guy's gifable. Let's try to get a gif going. Yeah, you know, one of those like moving pictures is not video, but it kind of is. <laughs> you mean a gif? Oh, what? Oh, Vince calls it a gif, probably. It's a gif. It's a deaf fool's not savvy enough to call it a gif. He probably calls it a gif. <laughs> a yeah, gif. No, because that's what my mom used to call. Uh, she used to say, uh, "Hey, uh, uh, Stevie, how many GB does your phone have? How many what? GB? Oh, gigabytes." <laughs> How many gigs, Mom? Just say gigs. How many GB does it have? <laughs> anyway, it's another great showing for Keith Leash. I mean, like, showing off his power, his speed. He did that uh, slingshot fun splash on both of them. That was great. Um, in the end, though, so uh, Seth is in the corner, I think, hitting a bunch of strikes. Yeah, he sets up for a stomp. Lee catches him, hits a huge spear upon just then, Orton gets back in the ring, hits Lee with the RKO, but covers Seth for the win, probably knowing, given what happened the night before at Payback, one RKO is not going to be enough to defeat Keith Lee. Yeah. That's a nice little touch there. Yeah, totally. Um, Beyond protecting Keith Lee and not having him eat a loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of the strategy of the match, it was actually pretty smart. I mean, given that Ray's all busted up now and Dom is probably going to move it on to something else, uh, you would think. Any chance we're going to get uh, Seth versus Keith Lee next? Could be. That could, could be. be. That could be good. Another high profile. I just want Keith Lee to remain in high profile. Cool stuff. Definitely. Look Definitely. at that picture I just sent you, man. All right. I'll look at the, I'll look at picture you just sent. All right. And that's the show. Uh, right. I'll go ahead and open up the Patreon question Jeez, thread. Here. What is that? It's a messed that's up messed back, up. is what it is. That is messed up. I think it's all messed up. Ugh. View. All right. Now, just a reminder here for everybody in the Twitch chat and everybody at home. We'll get to as many of these as we can. We don't get to them all. If you're going to highlight a message, that's how you get our attention. But we might yes. not read it. We might not. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Jeremiah here says, they claim our truth is now a 39-time 24-7 champion. Truth, now the most decorated champion in WWE history. That is correct. I think Edge was at 32 mm. before, 32, 33. Raven was a 27-time hardcore champion. Yeah. So maybe it was Mia in, sorry, Mia in Mercedes. Some people were saying, yeah, Mercedes. some people are saying Mercedes as well. I just think that they're not gonna, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. They still know, apart from Dijak, I don't know if they know exactly who's gonna be it. Dang MQ says thoughts on Moro leaving WWE. Ooh. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do 
is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I think we both kind of had a complex view of Morrow's work as an announcer. Yep. When he's good, he's really good. Yep. When he focuses too much on trying, I feel like trying to be topical and entertaining, I feel like it takes away. Like mm-hmm. at takeovers, he's generally really good because mm-hmm. he's seemingly focused entirely on helping tell the story in the ring. Mm-hmm. Weekly NXT, it was hit or miss. Sometimes he'd be really good. Sometimes he'd be spend so much time making pop culture references it takes you out of the show. Yeah. Um, you know, wish him the best. Uh, he's obviously a, a extremely talented dude. Um, so, you to know, me, to it, me, it seemed like it was amicable. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. I think also it, it, I mean, I don't know the circumstances behind him opting to, to leave, mm-hmm. but it does signify a further change in NXT. There will always be that period of time, 2017 to 2019 or whatever, when it was those guys. It was Gargano, Champa, Andrade, Aleister Black, Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 did I mention the Undisputed Era? Um, it'll always be that crew that just completely just took NXT to such another level. And Morrow was their voice. It was the like, voice of it, yeah. Nor, uh, Morrow and Nigel. Morrow and Nigel. But, like, you just, they did, they literally even, I don't think they'll ever do this again with anybody else when they had the Morrow cam and mm-hmm. they would show off, like, you know, three minutes of footage of him just from his own camera. And it's compelling viewing to see how he gets yeah. into it. He was so into the show. And that, to me... Look, I, I agree with everything you said. Like, sometimes Morrow would be a bit too much. Usually it was on TV when it was a takeover. It was like, okay, man, I'm all in. Like, I know you're going to get... He gave it a big fight feel. He gave everything he a big he fight feel. And uh, and so... But I do think... I think it's time. I think it's, you know, I, I'm kind of over the Morrow era. Like, I, I'm, I'm good with him going um, yeah. as a fan of the product. There I want to see new blood. Good- yeah, there was, but there was always such a good balance between Morrow, Nigel, and Percy. Percy was really good, too. I liked Percy. I did. Um, there was always such a good balance between the three of them mm-hmm. that, you know, once Percy left and then Nigel, I guess, because of the COVID stuff, can't be on NXT. Um, you know, I, I like Beth Phoenix work a lot on NXT. Just the dynamics different. Mm-hmm, sure. 
you know um yeah. and especially when they were kind of doing stuff over zoom and they were kind of talking over each other at times it felt you know sort of like how we do it sometimes we talk over each other it feels kind of clunky mm-hmm. you know but for a podunk operation like this it's not a huge deal but for nxt which is on the usa network you expect a certain degree of polish i don't know we're, don't know. we're polished baby we're polished <laughs> uh got a couple new subs here from nats thank mm. you very much thank you and then it's angel gifted a bunch of subs thank you very much uh colin branch asks could retribution be taken seriously if all of them unmask and then three out of the group absolutely obliterate the rest of the people with them like if it's dijack shane thorne and mia yim they turn around and completely kill everybody else that would just be confusing it would be i mean short of them uh unmasking and having it be nwo circa 1996 (laughs) i don't know if there's any way to take them seriously honestly (laughs) <laughs> dude i know because like one of the points you've made is so sound if they wrestle in their regular gear it's weird if they wrestle in their like uh, uh sweatpants and black hoodies it's weird it's also weird. the whole thing is weird yeah i don't know uh Cyfixia, can you guys give the kayfabe reason why wb is a company that's full of trained fighters that has the worst security also why does their security look less threatening than their own roster well i think you answered your own question here uh they go out and hire security who is ill-equipped to handle a threat such as retribution um and then there's also the thing especially in the pc era when they had performance center recruits and trainees in the crowd why weren't any of them jumping over the barricade or going around the barricade to take on retribution? They make a point of saying they're all students at the Performance Center. They're wrestlers, too. They're, they're training to learn how to fight. They're football athletes. players, MMA fighters. Why don't they take the fight to them? And they all scurried away when poor Jesse Kamea got her ass beat by some of the female members of, Re- of Restoration. But then, but then two weeks later, she was in Restoration. Well, not in kayfabe, she wasn't. Well, but, you know, it seemed like she was. Uh, Eddie Brock's Venom said, I had a question. Night of Champions is the next pay-per-view. Drew should be good by then. So if Randy was number one contender for payback and Lee beat Randy, does that make the... Oh, I think this was done before the the whole show. Oh, about Keith Lee should be number one contender. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, the case could be made for that. But then they did a series of matches. I'm always good. Hey, a series of matches. Plus, he got an easy first round, Dolph. Yeah, fear and loathing. uh, Not seen on Raw. Randy Orton brings Aleister Black a gift basket uh, (laughs) for becoming a heel. What's in the gift basket? Oh, you know what? Um, early access to Battlegrounds, the new... Well, no, it's, it's, it's all... Here, here. Here's the how to be a heel gift basket. So you got some brass knuckles. <laughs> okay, good. Um, maybe like a destruction book of how to swing a, a steel chair. Uh-huh, that's um, good. Uh, 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 you know, like a handbook, a general handbook on how to cheat. Who's the most famous person who had one eye? And did that person write an autobiography that Aleister Black could then read and get inspiration from now that he has uh, got one eye? I think John Ford, the director, had one eye for Really? I think so. Didn't know that. Didn't he have an eye patch? Interesting. I don't know. Uh, Let's see here. Well, you look up if John Ford had an eye patch. Uh, let's see here. Moses Supposes asks, what are the ceilings 
for Peyton Royce and Billy Kay during their singles runs? I don't know. Uh, Peyton's, I think, would be, I mean, uh, the word is Vince is high on Peyton Royce, so probably pretty high. I think Billy Kay has all the tools. Um, and it only takes, like, you know, one good run to that catches, you know, the, the audience, uh, the audience's attention to do anything with it. So I think both of them, they got, they got the ingredients. Billy Kay is just nothing but personality, man. And she's got a great look. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Both of them are really good. Yeah. I'm looking at famous people who had an eye patch. What do you got? I mean, the best I can do is list the people like uh, Tom York. He was born with one eye fused to get like closed. Yeah. That's why he has that kind of one. I always eye that... thought it was like super lazy. Mm-mm. Wow. Wow. Not a that's, whole that's, lot of people. Isn't that crazy? There's not more people that like are famous that have an eye oh, patch. Oh, Slick Rick. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Slick Rick. Didn't uh. uh didn't Bushwick Bill at one point have one eye? Perhaps. Did he get like stabbed or something or shot in the eye? And then did like a video about it? That sounds familiar. <laughs> Doesn't that sound right? <laughs> Didn't that happen? <laughs> All right. I'll check into that. You go ahead and do another question. <laughs> okay. Let's see what's on Twitch. Uh, White Brownie, if NXT does well in both views and demos tomorrow and next Tuesday, do you see USA wanting to move them permanently to Tuesdays? I don't know how much I, it, Vince would be super opposed to that, given that they're going to rerun on Sci Fi Channel. That's a that's actually something they could do. If the rerun on Sci Fi does well and enough to like maybe chip away at AEW's ratings. They could run on Tuesdays, get the big share, and then run again on Sci-Fi on Wednesdays and just try to mm-hmm. chip away at AEW. A exactly. Bit. So apparently Bushwick Bill got shot in the eye. Gee whiz, I was right about that. That's crazy. <sighs> uh, I'm just trying to do something. Will we ever get a raw underground uh, retribution crossover? <laughs> Maybe uh, Retribution will try to restore Raw Underground back to just Raw. Maybe. Yeah, they're going to restore them. Exactly. Uh, this is a great question from Joe Juarez. What kind of chance do you think Retribution restoration would get in front of an audience? They'd be shit on. Oh, it'd be garbage in the ring. It would garbage be in the ring. Go away heat like you've never seen before. It'd be like the end of every WCW Nitro in 90, 1999. Just garbage filling the ring. Garbage. Garbage. Terrible. Garbage. Uh, Michael So Dope. Why does WWE take the worst commercial breaks? There were two within the first 20 minutes of the show. Got to pay those bills. I feel like there's a lot of commercials tonight. Hey, man. Pay the bills. Over here on the Discord, uh, Alex Foster speculating. Demi Burnett, leader of Retribution. <laughs> Could be. She left. They uh, followed. They didn't, uh, they didn't run true. after her. That's true. Sola says both the Iconics have said on the New Day's podcast they want to leave wrestling together as they came in. If they were broken up, that would be it for them in WWE. Given that, how seriously should we consider singles runs for both? Very. They're not going to leave. Unless they, unless they complete, if they completely bury Billy Kay, then she might leave. Yeah. Um, when her contract's up. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I I wouldn't take that seriously. As long as they get to travel together and stuff, 
Hopefully they come up with good stories for both of them, man. Let them fly. Fear and Lothan says, safe to say Steve would be the one throwing Larson in the ring on Raw Underground like Peyton Royce. In kayfabe, perhaps, as a shoot. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to watch you get your ass beat, man. Because here's the thing. If I ate the bullet for you, I'd be able to hold that over your head till Yeah, that's we the thing. It's, die not, it's not the thing where you don't want anything die. bad to happen to me. You just want to have something that you can hold over me. I'd be so sad if you got in there and started getting your ass beat and I wasn't there to, to help get your ass beat a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I'd throw, but I don't know what I could do to a Lashley and Shelton Benjamin MVP. You couldn't do anything. I might be able to, I might be able to the dude that Titus uh, laid out with the with mandible choke slam. Maybe I could do that to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the guy that got killed on Raw Underground uh, showed up on 205 a couple nights later. So oh, he, right. he was okay. He was fine. All right. Yeah, he didn't die. Uh, Nat says since Steve won't cover up Larson's murder, he would definitely throw Steve into the ring. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw Steve in the ring. That's a lot different than not. It's two different things. Writing me out for a murder. Um, but I don't know. I, I do kind of feel like you would be more apt to throw me into the ring than I would you. No, I'd be like, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. You wanted to throw her at that bar that yeah, one time. But but I the dude wasn't a trained fighter. I could tell just by looking at him. <laughs> Man, you got to live a little bit. Get in that ring. All the worst is going to happen. You get knocked the fuck out. It'll be fine. I mean, I, no, the worst that could happen is I could take a bad spill and break my neck. That's the worst that could happen. Nah, nobody's going to let that happen. They're all safe workers. Schnauzer says, would Alistair fit better in the Monday night Messiah role? I'd like to see Seth change his gimmick to a WWE apologist. Yes, that's great. And yes, that I think that good. Alistair actually would make a great Monday night Messiah. Dang, MQ has a right. Would both of you throw Hilton into the ring for like maybe a couple minutes? I'd be like, yeah, hey, let's get definitely. him in here. He gets in no, there. I'd, th- I'd throw him in and run. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't let him dwell too long. I'll be like, what? You wanted the ball, Hilton. Now you got the ball, exactly. buddy. Exactly. Thank you. It's exactly. Angel for the gifted subs. Appreciate it. Um, this is a great question. Freshly squeezed pug pool asks, is the zigzag the least effective finisher in WWE right now? It's not technically his finish anymore. Hasn't been for a while. Yeah, it's funny to see that happen. Like, finishers lose their effectiveness when they go to a different finisher. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Jay Molina says, the Ghetto Boys album cover, We Can't Be Stopped, has Bushwick right after he shot his eye out. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. That's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Um... Dex Guns says, if Retribution has a subgroup called Restoration, what is Restoration's gimmick? Well, come on. They would go and fix all the stuff that Retribution broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. There you go. To make they, sure that they, they don't get billed. Dump the announce table. They come in, put it back the right way. Mm-hmm. Chainsaw through the ring ropes. Yeah. And make sure they get fixed. They're like, oh, 205's coming up in five minutes. We got to get this fixed, guys. Come on. Yep. Restoration yep. now. Hey, guys. Yep. Restoration, get in there. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. Says, can we please just get Aldi back again? He's been wrestling on main event, apparently. <sighs> Man, I want to see him in the G1, dude. Heck yes. He's so good. Let's do a 10 for the win. T- 
top ten so inexplicably buried talents. Uh, John Elite A, what's a better tag team name for Live and Ruby Riot Squad or Live to Riot? Okay, so people were saying that would are they actually going to change their name to that? Are they going to change their name? I don't to, know. They said that at the on the kickoff show after they won their match that they're changing Ruby their name, Riot right? to Live and Live to Riot. Yeah. Well. Oh, Nats, this is an interesting question. Power rank top wrestlers to be on the next Bachelor. They have a talent exchange with the uh, producers of the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor Pad. Dawkins, Dawkins, he, is he? I don't know if he's married, but he 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 just had a kid. I assume I think he's married. In kayfabe, are these people in going in kayfabe or not? Oh, maybe I don't know. In kayfabe, he seems to be single. Yes. Okay. So him. Um. Uh. Well, obviously Garza. Uh, uh, mm, this is oh, well, Drew's Drew's married. He's mentioned her in kayfabe as well. Uh, maybe the gameskeeper. So Angela Dawkins is married. So so sorry, gameskeeper. Sure, that's good. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's been many many a cold winter since I've seen the unders of a lass. <laughs> I'm just trying to do something. Says Dexter Loomis. <laughs> Dexter Loomis. She's uh, so. What's your favorite activity to do in the summer? Fuck. <laughs> this one, he just wouldn't say anything. Murder. What? Mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Ivar, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Samoa Joe. <laughs> Damian Priest. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? Would you like to see my dick? I'm very well endowed. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, I'm well equipped. Yeah, I'm well equipped. Then he looked down. Oh, it's pulled my earbuds out of my head. <laughs> Cam- Jorge says Cameron Grimes. What about Cameron Grimes? Oh, gosh. Who wants to see my rocket? I'll take you straight to the moon. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got over here, man. Same. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.